Eres mi sol, mi amor, mi único sol. Me haces feliz si el día está gris. Nunca sabrás, mi amor, cuánto te quiero. Por favor, no me dejes ir solo. En mis sueños creí. Welcome to episode 145 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and this is the show where we get to know creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And on today's show, it's another one of the ones where I wasn't sure it was going to happen. It was always on, on my radar of someone that I really, really wanted to talk to. It's Elizabeth Mitchell from the band You Are My Flower. She's pretty well known. She's done a lot of stuff with Dan Zane. She's worked with a lot of artists on her amazing kids music. And on today's show, we talked about her brand new record, To Eris Me Soul, with Suni Paz. They work together on this record, which is songs for children in spanish and i had a great time talking to elizabeth uh she was very calm made me very calm to talk to her It was very nice because i was nervous you know sometimes you get nervous sometimes you get nervous when you talk to people that you sort of look up to or not even sort of do look up to because she's had an amazing career and i was thrilled to get a chance to talk to her about this brand new record and some of the other amazing things that she's done in her career so with that being said, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk too much because you know there's no need for me to talk too much. You may or may not want to hear me talk, but you most likely want to hear Elizabeth Mitchell talk. But I'm joined here by Mrs. Goodstuff, who happens to be laughing at me doing this monologue. So it's making me feel great. So thanks a lot, Mrs. Goodstuff. Uh, when you listen to this podcast, I will be a resident of the state of Texas, living in the city of Houston. And uh, come eat barbecue with me. That That's an open invite. If you are in the Good Stuff Posse, come eat barbecue. Uh, I would love that. You can reach me, Mike, at GoodStuffPod.com or via social media at GoodStuffPod. And if you want to hear all the old episodes, they're free. You just go to www.GoodStuffPod.com and you can find all 145 episodes of Good Stuff Kids Plot. No, no, Mrs. Good Stuff. It's not a podcast. It's Good Stuff Kids podcast. You can find all the episodes plus some bonus content and Good Stuff Sports. But enough about that. Let's listen to my conversation with Elizabeth Mitchell. Oh, and by the way, did you like that song you just heard? That is their version of You Are My Sunshine and Espanol. That's in Spanish. Tu eres mi sol. What, Mrs. Good Stuff, do you have something you'd like to add to this? Or you just want to watch Facebook videos and make fun of me while I do this. Great. Thanks a lot. Here's Elizabeth Mitchell. And here, just stop it, Mrs. Good Stuff. Just stop. Here's Elizabeth Mitchell. Enjoy. Good stuff. Okay. It is uh, immensely incredible to welcome Elizabeth Mitchell to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you, Elizabeth? I am fine. Thank you, Mike. How are you? I'm doing great. So as I was just uh, sort of... Being a fanboy just a moment ago, but I want to say we've been a fan of you for a while in my house, and it's a pleasure to talk to you. Um, so, can you give us a little bit of uh, your your background? I mean, we're going to get to this brand new record that's coming out today, and it's a collaborative effort. But uh, for now, let's just sort of focus on you and what you've done. Well, um, I made my first album for kids in 1998, so it's going back a ways. Um, I I, you know, I'd, I'd been a teacher um, at a school on Roosevelt Island in New York City and had been singing with 
the students and seeing sort of what a powerful force that was in the classroom, how you could really go from chaos to calm in a moment by just introducing a song. Um, and, um, and I was, you know, experimenting with bringing in like folk music and early country blues and at a time when I observed that most of my students really knew kind of the music of Disney films, which I love, but I thought, let's, let's go back a little bit. Let's, let's, let's bring something older in and see how kids react to it. And, and they loved singing Woody Guthrie songs and Pete Seeger and, um, and, and the Carter family, you know, our, our band is named after a Carter family song called You Are My Flower. Uh -huh. um, so shortly after that, I had to leave teaching because I was touring with my band Ida so much. And we had a day off from tour and re recorded the songs um, from that I had been teaching and then gave that as a gift to our friends who had kids and our nieces and nephews. Didn't really plan to release it, but it sort of took on a life of its own and next thing you know here we are i guess 20 <laughs> years later <laughs> recording for smithsonian folkways we've made several albums for them i don't know if i can count them at this point mm -hmm. um but you know it was kind of a beautiful thing that we sort of fell into and then it's it became you know a, a calling Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I just really love exploring children's music. You know, we kind of have a broad definition of what what kind of music you can record for kids and families. Um, and um, yeah, and here we are today. Yeah. So I mean, and it's interesting. Um, so, so, do you think that you are focused on the folk side of things like that? That's the the part that you connect to musically. I mean, just if we had to put a genre to it. And I think that, you know, talking about kids music, I think it's it's uh, also appropriate to call it family music because your music truly can be yes. listened to by anyone. Yes. And again, a family can be defined very broadly. Right. You know, a caregiver can become really part of your family. It doesn't kind of have to be a blood relation. It's really just like a group of people that love each other and take care of each other. And mm -hmm. that that can really be any group of people. Um, so, you know, uh, but yes, you know, I think that it's kind of my definition of folk music is kind of taking music from any genre. Right. And then it's just a group of people sitting down and singing it together, maybe not necessarily on a stage, uh -huh. you know, right. um, it's just sitting together in a circle. And and, you know, like we on our albums, we've done songs by Jimi Hendrix, um, yeah. from Jimi Hendrix to Julie Andrews, you know, Moondog, um, Bob Marley, uh, you know, it can it can be from any genre, but it's really like the act of, of almost like taking it off a stage and singing it together in a circle is maybe when it becomes folk music, actually. Yeah. So yeah. it's really for everyone. And, um, you know, so uh, maybe that's maybe that's how we fall into that genre. OK, yeah, definitely. And I, I think that you are. Um closely associated with some folks who who sort of uh, who, who embody that and exemplify that. I know you've collaborated a lot with Dan Zanes, who's done some amazing kids and family stuff. Um, and I mm -hmm. would my dad would be so mad at me if I didn't ask you about what it was like to work with Levon Helms. Oh, Levon. Well, yeah, Levon. You know, Levon was our neighbor in Woodstock. Um, one of the, you know, biggest 
unexpected privileges of my life was to get to know that man and to play music with him. Mm -hmm. He was truly, you know, one of a kind, uh, absolute national treasure, just a really joyful person. And I learned so much about, about playing music from him, you know, that was really associated with joy Mm -hmm. that, you know, that's really why we're doing it. You know, we did, um, we did several, quote, kids rambles yeah. at his home in Woodstock. He had, you know, he had the legendary Midnight Ramble, right. and um, which were his shows that they hosted there in the evening with, with everyone from, you know, Gillian Welch to Elvis Costello to Alan Toussaint, you know, that came in that building and, and played music with him and his band. But then we would do these kids rambles in the afternoon, and they were all benefits for our local um, public school music program. And we would, you know, we wouldn't even discuss the set list with him no rehearsal. Uh-huh. We just came prepared and then he would walk out at showtime, sit down at the kit and play the most inspired versions of the songs we ever played, you know, right. from Velvet Underground songs to Korean folk songs. He had an, a different interpretation of the rhythm than you'd ever heard before. And it was brilliant and sweet he was so great with the kids he you know after we would play he would sit there for a long time with any child that wanted to try out the drums and he had the biggest smile on his face um and that's not wouldn't necessarily be the experience with every rock star no i would say yeah right i would (laughs) i would say not i would say not so um you know he was he was just an amazing man and um my husband daniel um played in his daughter amy helms band for many years um, and that was also a great experience. Amy's a wonderful person and also sang on our album, um, Sunny Day. Um, I think it's Sunny Day, right? Oh, gosh. Is it Sunny Day or Blue Clouds? It's Sunny Day. Um, <laughs> Amy and Levon are both on that record playing uh-huh. on Keep on the Sunny Side and School Days. Great. Amazing. I mean, yeah. so and, and the idea, idea of collaboration and I think – also connected to the the folk music that you that you love and that you are sort of carrying the torch for is this latest record so you you tell and today the album comes out again congratulations so tell me a little bit about this album and uh who you worked with on it well um you know when i when i started working with smithsonian folkways uh, i think it's you know 10 12 years ago, 2006, I, I couldn't believe it. I still can't believe it that I get to record for that label that, you know, I was such a fan of for so many years. You know, I'd always, my husband and I, when we would be on tour and in different record shops across the United States, I'd always go to the record bin and look to see if they had a Smithsonian Folkways section. Uh-huh. And the good record stores always did. <laughs> and I'd always, you know, pour over that vinyl the album art was always so beautiful and it was always some treasure from a corner of the world that you would never have known about otherwise if you know if Moses Ash hadn't dedicated himself to you know documenting and preserving people's music Mm -hmm. and so we'd always you know grab a couple of treasures uh, wherever we were and bring them home and um, you know and then and then when they wrote to me in, in whenever that was, 2005, 2006, interested in working with me. I've still looked over my shoulder and said, are you sure you're talking to me? You know, <laughs> um, But it was such an honor. And of course, right away, I wanted to see if there were any other Smithsonian Folkways artists that we could collaborate with. Um, and 
you know, reach out across generations, across cultures, and do something new. And um, I was a fan of Suni Paz. Uh, I found an album of hers in a public library, actually, the first time I found it when my daughter was little, and we started singing Los Pollitos from, from learning it from that record. And, and um, you know, she had also done children's music, and that seemed like maybe, you know, a, a good possibility. So we were out in Los Angeles playing a show at the Getty Museum. We invited her to perform and we just instantly hit it off, had great chemistry and really wanted to work together. Um, so we conceived of this project that we would record songs that were well known um, children's songs, you know, English language children's songs, sort of in the canon, and also ones that were contemporary that I we felt like were becoming part of the canon, mm -hmm. you know, like Dan Zane's songs and, and the Renee and Jeremy ones that we do on the record that were kind of this new canon of children's music that's happening now. Right. And so to do a combination of, of older ones, you know, Rafi, You Are My Sunshine, you know, all these songs, old and new, but that would be familiar to children and sing them in Spanish. Mm -hmm. um, Suni is a great um, adapter. You know, she has a, a poetic mind, and so she was a perfect candidate to sort of um, adapt and translate these songs into Spanish uh, because they're not literal translations. You have to make it, you know, poetic to, to be in a song. So um, she was very excited about the possibility of, of looking at these songs and, and figuring out how to um, translate them into Spanish. And the goal was, you know, was sort of twofold. It was to give English speaking kids, you know, the chance to learn some language. Um, because if they're already familiar with the song and then they hear these this new vocabulary, they can make connections. And also for Spanish speaking kids, um, to have you know the the other experience to be part of part of the experience you know of singing these songs, mm -hmm. um, and um, and and you know we spent a few years on it uh, because Suni lives out in Nevada, so we had an initial session, and then I think it was a couple years until the next recording session because I was I think during the course of the recording of this album, I released four other records. Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> Whoa. Why, okay. That's unexpected. That <laughs> it's like, well, I kind of had a lot of projects going simultaneously. Uh -huh. And one by one, I think during that time, we finished Little Seed, the Woody Guthrie album. Uh -huh. We finished Blue Clouds. We did a project with Dan Zane called Turn, Turn, Turn. And then we finished our Christmas record. Uh -huh. Wow. So during that time, I we finished those other projects and then Torres Mi Flor was was the last one to kind of get get finished off so Suni was very patient yes <laughs> while that's great yeah while we finished those other things that we had started um but in a way it, it feels like the perfect timing um to be finishing it now because I think that we really you know I yeah. feel like I need this record right now. Yeah. Um, and, um, and, it, and it's, you know, it, everything feels like it's right on time. Well, it's, it's amazing to hear that it was a, a multi-year kind of process to, to put it together. I was thinking like one of my questions was um, about like just the 
the production and and the sound yeah. of the record, which is so crystal clear and oh, simple and clean yeah. and like mm-hmm, sounds mm-hmm. awesome. And uh, mm-hmm. the fact that you were able to pull that off over multiple years and like maintain the vision. I mean, that's an, incre- yeah. it's an incredible yeah. achievement. Well, I mean, basically, you know, it's it's Sunni and I in the room and then, you know, a handful of mostly local Woodstock musicians. And, you know, we would basically work sort of like three or four days every couple of years. Mm-hmm. So and it was nice that we took our time with it because, you know, the song choices evolved over time. Um, and actually her translations would adjust slightly. Um, she, you know, we she would reflect on it and she'd say, you know what, I'm going to change a word or two. Let's go back and um, and get it. So it, it was nice to be able to have that um, that 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 clarity. Sometimes yeah. clarity takes a while. Yeah. So um, <laughs> yeah. we, but we we found it. <laughs> well said. Um, yeah. So yeah. I I just watched. Uh, you just recorded with Paste. I think it was even yesterday. Is that yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. It was fun. Yeah, it was it was fun and it sounded awesome. Um, tell me, so I have some questions about the band that you played with. Uh huh. Yeah. So, so who is in the band? So we've had a wonderful band this week. It was at our first show we did was Sirius XM on. Uh-huh. Um, I guess that was Wednesday. I I don't know. It's been a blur, but it was six women. Uh-huh. So it was myself, my daughter Story, who is oh. 16 now, nice. and um, a great guitar player, multi-instrumentalist, way better than me at this point, which is not hard to be, but she, <laughs> <laughs> she is. Uh-huh. Um, so she was on guitar, and then um, this woman, Hillary Hawk, was playing upright bass. She's a, um, a great musician that we've come to know. She's in the M. Shanghai String Band from Brooklyn, wow. who I often play with when I'm playing live shows now. Um, and she has another band. Uh, she does a lot at Jalopy, um, the Jalopy Music School in Brooklyn. She teaches, and she's wonderful. Then there's El- Elena Moon Park, who's in Dan Zane's band. Okay. She plays violin and trumpet with us. She is a founder of something called Found Sound Nation. She's she's brilliant. She does uh-huh. so much, and you know, one of those people that you just think. How is she even just playing violin in my band? She's a genius, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. But she's wonderful. And then there's Sonia de los Santos, who also um, plays with Dan Zanes and has a career of her own. She she made a beautiful album released on his label, and she's making another one right now. She was She's playing Harana with us. Oh, cool. um, she's from Mexico and just a great singer and a writer. And, um, and then there was Suni. So there was right. six of us, and we were sort of like the Spice Girls, you know, like <laughs> We've been coming up with our own spice names, <laughs> but I love, but you know, a different version. So, um, and then yesterday, my husband Daniel joined us, and cool. then um, that was fun. And uh, and then we'll all be at the Brooklyn Folk Festival this Sunday, joined by Dan Zane too. Nice. So, awesome. um, that'd be fun. Very awesome. So, um Okay, so two other questions related to that. It looked like you were playing an apple ukulele. Is that accurate? That well, we actually call it an apple An apple, sorry. Um, but Apologies. An apple-ally, it's a, <laughs> it's an instrument. We we got it. We it's made by um, uh, a company called Celentano Woodworks down in North Carolina or South Carolina. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not 
Sure. We got it a long time ago for Story when she was little. Uh -huh. And so she graduated from the Apolele to a guitar, so now I play the Apolele. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a beautiful instrument. And yeah. it's actually, you can look at it and think maybe it's a toy, but it's, it's, it's a legit, beautiful yeah, sounding, totally. wonderful instrument. Yeah. And yeah, it sounded really good. So then the other question is, I sort of figured that was your daughter that was, that was in the yeah. band. But like, yeah. as a parent, how much pride do you get from being able to play like kind of sophisticated music with your with your personal kid? I mean, nothing makes me happier. I'm just bursting at all times. And I've, you know, I've tried to um, make her never feel pressured that she has to choose the life of a musician, you know, mm -hmm. like from because it seems kind of predetermined with with her parents and having performed with us since she was three and recorded with us since she was in utero you know it's kind of been a path that was right there but you know when she was younger you know she loved to read right away and so i'd say maybe you want to be a literary scholar you know yeah, right. <laughs> but she has pretty much steadfastly been you know had a musical spirit and wanted that life and so she does, you know, what she needs to do. She practices a lot. She she works really hard. She's she's earning her skills. And, you know, this morning she was sitting here in the hotel room with me teaching herself Maria from West Side Story on the classical guitar. You oh know, gosh. and I I just like nothing comes close to making me more happy. Yes. <laughs> so yes. it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she couldn't have chosen like a more sort of on the outside simple, but on the inside, like kind of complicated song <laughs> than oh, Maria. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> very interesting. Yes. Very interesting. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. the new record is out today, which is April 6th. And it's To Aries Mi Flor, Songs for Children and Espanol. And um, so if people wanted to see it, sounds like you have some dates going on. How can people find you and keep track of you and, and know what's going on? Well, we have we have the show this weekend um, in Brooklyn at the Brooklyn Folk Festival. The next one that is scheduled is in June at Maverick, um, which is a beautiful chamber music space in Woodstock. It's it's you know this open air um, old sort of music shed that was part of the original Woodstock artist colony. So it's over a hundred years old and they usually only have classical music there. So it's really special to be able to play there uh -huh. right now. I don't think I have anything scheduled in between. I hope I'm not forgetting anything, but you never know when something's going to pop up. Right. We have a website, you know, it's you named after our band. You know, we're on Facebook. We just started being on Instagram. That's uh -huh. new. <laughs> Where you are my flowers, plural there. Okay. Um, but, you know, hopefully we'll be, we're working on some little videos that I really want more than any record I've done. I really want to get this one into the hands of teachers, yeah. into classrooms. I want them to see how easy it is to, you know, bring these songs to students and get everyone singing together. So we're working on some videos that will kind of hopefully inspire um, and, and make it, make it seem easy and natural to do that and we'll hopefully be releasing those over the next month thank you yeah. so much for your time much appreciated thank and congrats on the record thank you take care right. take care Bye. major thanks to elizabeth mitchell for spending some time with me on the phone it was really nice to talk to her 
Uh, she is very, very good at what she does. So she doesn't tour a ton, but if you have a chance to go see her, you really should. And I want to make a suggestion. When you listen to her new record with Suni Paz and um, put some headphones on because you can really hear how great they sound together with the harmonies. It's so simple, straightforward and clean and really, really beautiful. That's my suggestion. I don't often make suggestions. That's not true. I make lots of suggestions. So, but that's just added to the list of suggestions that I've made. Uh, Mrs. Good Stuff apologizes for making me feel like I was on the spot during the uh, the intro to this. Is that right, Mrs. Good Stuff? You apologize. I'm sorry, you felt on the spot. Isn't she nice? She's very nice. I don't know if you could hear that. She said she was sorry and that I'm always right and she's never right and that's the way it goes, yep, right? Yep. Uh, we can but anyway thanks for listening mike at good stuff pod at good stuff pod for all the social media goodstuffpod.com for all of the old episodes and we'll talk to you soon see you later y'all practicing my texan y'all here is two areas me floor by elizabeth mitchell and suny paz in its entirety the whole song it's beautiful listen with headphones trust me Eres mi sol, mi amor, mi único sol Me haces feliz si el día está gris Nunca sabrás, mi amor, cuánto te quiero Por favor, no me dejes sin sol En mis sueños creí que me abrazabas Y al despertar mi ver que no era
stuff.